How many of you watched Knowledge Base last night on Badlands? Did you? That was a fun show with Justin. We talked about uh, diving into free energy and anti-gravity, talking about T-Towns and Brown, talking about Otis Carr, who was Nikola Tesla's protege. Fascinating stuff. I love those stories. I absolutely love that subject content, too. So we're going to be talking about that for the next few weeks as well. Go tune in. Knowledge Base, Badlands Media on the Rumble channel. Go check it out. So, all right, guys. As for this evening's show, Friday. That's right. Friday. Uh, we got a lot of, we got a variety of stuff to talk about. Uh, I guess Biden had some cancerous skin cells removed or whatever. Um, yeah, great. Commander-in-Chief has uh, cancerous skin lesions. Great. He's got, like, cancer in his brain, I'm sure, too. Uh, Trump put out this video I want to watch with you guys about his plans for basically updating uh, American infrastructure when he gets elected. Not if, when. He gets elected for term two. And he's talking about building new cities, freedom cities, he was calling them, which looks to be a response to these new, uh, this new agenda put out by the media they're calling 15 minute cities have you guys heard about this i just heard about this a few days ago i'm not that familiar with it but i was looking into it a little bit today and it looks like a just agenda what do you want to call it agenda 21 or agenda 2030 or some new just world economic forum push to centralize everybody into the cities and and get them sucking at the teeth of the government right so we'll look at that Trump video. We'll take a brief look at 15-Minute Cities. Uh, other stories we got on deck. Oh, some, uh, de- some Democrat mayor in Maryland was arrested for possession of child pornography. And then uh, I think it was a small town in Maryland, not really a big town. But this guy has done events before with people like Pete Buttigieg, and he's been photographed at the Dalai Lama, and it's like, okay, okay, connections there. Uh, what else we got? Aaron Rodgers, quarterback Aaron Rodgers, saying some interesting things about UFOs and Jeffrey Epstein, because, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers, he likes to push the envelope. He's pretty he's pretty awake. Uh, props for that. Love him for that. But Jimmy Kimmel was triggered by him bringing up Jeffrey Epstein's client list, so Jimmy Kimmel was trying to uh, make fun of him for it. So we'll we'll make fun of Jimmy Kimmel here for him being a dumbass. What else? What else? Uh, a lot of other stuff too. I don't know. I'm not gonna say it all here. You guys are just gonna have to watch. So uh, let's dive into the stories here. But I want to. First, share with you guys a couple of promotions here for a company called BioTrust. Good supplement company. First of all, they have a special going on with their collagen product. I'm a big fan of their collagen powder. You know, got it right here. Bags open too, right? I'm not just BSing with you guys. I actually use this stuff. Uh, I would suggest the unflavored though. Their flavors of this are kind of weird tasting, but I use it every single day in my coffee. Love the stuff. You can go check out their collagen. Um, great product. Protein powder. You can throw it into coffees, teas, smoothies, whatever. 
Link for this will be down below. And they also have a special going on with their probiotic as well. If you want to try their probiotic for free, it's a no strings attached. You don't have to sign up for a subscription or anything. All you have to do is pay like five bucks for shipping and they'll send you a free 30 count bottle of their uh, probiotic as well. So go check out BioTrust, their collagen, their probiotic. Links for this will be underneath this video. So first topic here, Biden having cancerous tissue removed from his chest. I guess we're just learning about this today. I hadn't heard anything about Biden going in for a, a biopsy and a surgery to get uh, cancerous cells removed from his skin, but there you go. Thousand-year-old Biden. <laughs> Biden is the cancer to America right now. We need to really remove him from the office, right? <laughs> could this... Chat says, could this cancer thing be just a color sample match for the next clone? <laughs> that was a joke. That was a joke. I know that was a joke. Chat. But, uh, yeah, man, it's just... It's stupid what two weeks ago biden had a had a mental evaluation and they said he was fit for office yeah i'm sure fit for office uh thank you porpoiseful for those gold pills and dirk what up dirk i think it's been a been a few days since i've seen you in here appreciate the rant so yeah man biden's just deteriorating freaking clown anyway uh let's listen to this video so trump put uh this morning out a video that's titled Quantum Leap Quantum Leap in the American Standard of Living. And he's got some really interesting uh, tasks or agendas on deck for term two here. Let's listen to this. What does he have to say? Past generations of Americans pursued big dreams and daring projects that once seemed absolutely impossible. They pushed across an unsettled continent and built new cities in the wild frontier. They transformed American life with the interstate highway system. Magnificent it was. And they launched a vast network of satellites into orbit all around the Earth. But today, our country has lost its boldness. Under my leadership, we will get it back in a very big way if you look at just three years ago, what we were doing was unthinkable. How good it was, how great it was for our country. Our objective will be a quantum leap in the American standard of living. That's what will happen. Here are just a few of the ways we can do it. Almost one-third of the landmass of the United States is owned by the federal government, with just a very, very small portion of that land, just a fraction. One half of 1%. Would you believe that? We should hold a contest to charter up to 10 new cities and award them to the best proposals for development. In other words, we'll actually build new cities in our country again. These freedom cities will reopen the frontier, reignite American imagination, and give hundreds of thousands of young people and other people, all hardworking families, a new shot at home ownership, and in fact, the American dream. Another building new cities, 10 new freedom cities on some uh, 
government land around the country, wherever that might be, right? Ten new freedom cities. Interesting. Very interesting idea, right? Definitely. I mean, that would spur a lot of job growth. Contractors needing to be building those cities. But also, I mean, just building new homes. Price of homes would drop significantly, and a lot of people would get the chance to be able to buy homes. I mean, I, I hope it wouldn't turn into these just like cookie cutter development type homes. That's that's what's really kind of grossing me out with a lot of these uh, bustling suburbs, right? It's just like shitty cookie cutter homes that are like so close that you could reach your arms out and touch them. I mean, I hope these homes would be done well and designed well, but that's, that's an interesting idea. I like that. Would you go live in a freedom city? I mean, if it was, uh, you know, <laughs> two-way friendly and, and not in a shitty blue state, but yeah, all right, all right. The big opportunity is in transportation. Dozens of major companies in the United States and China are racing to develop vertical takeoff and landing vehicles for families and individuals. Just as the United States led the automotive revolution in the last century, I want to ensure that America, not China, leads this revolution in air mobility. These breakthroughs can train. Do you hear that? He's talking about how China's trying to basically, he, he mentioned vertical takeoff and landing. So I don't know if you guys have seen any of those uh, new videos of the prototypes. They're basically like big drones that people can buy private individuals can buy and uh is he talking about he mentioned air mobility like eh, that's just interesting transform commerce bring a giant infusion of wealth into rural america and connect families in our country in new ways likewise through our strategic national manufacturing initiative which is going to be very big and very, very successful. We will turn forgotten communities into hives of industry, producing the goods we will no longer import from China. We will also have a major initiative on lowering the cost of living with a special focus on lowering the cost of a new car and lowering the cost to build a single-family home. And they will be beautiful homes. And I will ask Congress to support baby bonuses for young parents to help launch a new baby boom. Finally, I'll challenge- Baby bonuses for a baby boom. I mean, that's something that, for instance, Elon Musk talks about quite a bit is the, uh, just la the birth rates. Our birth rates are so low that give it a few generations if they continue at this rate, civilization's gonna be very stressed out. Um, interesting. I wonder how many dollars or tax breaks they would give to... There's, there's going to be a whole new generation of stay-at-home wives. ...the governors of all 50 states to join me in a great modernization and beautification campaign, getting rid of ugly buildings, refurbishing our parks and our public spaces, making cities and towns more livable, ensuring a pristine environment, and building towering monuments to our true American heroes. And we really need help with the infrastructure. I mean, big time 
from roads to obviously train tracks across the country to the power grid to everything. So, hmm. Yeah, chat says, how could any American not support this? I mean, with him saying we're going to take a small section of federal land and put cities on that, I'm sure you'll have a some of the brainwashed lefties out there saying, oh, it's going to be terrible for the environment, terrible for the environment, you know. Anyway, um, yeah, let's put some let's put some flying saucers to market, right? Quantum leap in American uh, innovation. So it's I just I found this to be quite an interesting statement that he put out, and when he's talking about freedom cities, I can't help but think that was in response to this whole fifteen minute city thing that the media has been pushing um and the media is trying to combat the conspiracy theory narratives against the 15-minute cities and the basic idea of a 15-minute city is having all of life's amenities within a 15-minute walk so within each city it'll have its own little development area where you'll have restaurants grocery shopping everything within a 15-minute walk so it'll be all these like tiny little cities in each metropolis. They basically just want everybody to be socked into the big cities. And obviously the critical thinkers out there are scratching their heads and wondering if this is some sort of world economic forum agenda. Could very well be. So weird, right? Freedom city versus 15 minute city. I guess we'll see what the future holds. Uh, onward to some next topics. We've got General Flynn suing the FBI, the DOJ, and the Office Office of the Special Counsel, hitting them with a $50 million lawsuit. So, go Flynn. Let's hope you succeed. This is going to be his next... I mean, <laughs> he wants revenge. Flynn wants revenge. And you don't blame him, right? Don't blame him at all. So that's Flynn's next uh, defense or offense against the government there. We've also got Robert F. Kennedy Jr. thinking about launching a Democratic challenge to Biden for the 2024 White House nomination. Does RFK Jr. have a chance at hitting the White House? I would personally rather have Trump in there, but I would love to see candidates challenge Biden. I would love to see the vote split. And I would love to see Robert F. Kennedy Jr. get on a Democratic primary stage against Biden and whoever else would be up there. And imagine some COVID questions come up. Imagine some vaccine questions come up. So that would be quite the red-pilling opportunity through primary season for debates to happen. I pff, I would love that. I would love that. So more power, more power to you, RFK Jr. I hope you do it. Uh, Hunter Biden news. Exclusive out from the New York Post today saying that Hunter Biden was coaching his dad. This is back in 2014-15 era when Joe Biden was vice president. Hunter Biden was coaching Joey on how to respond to media questions about 
the Ukrainian national gas company Burisma Holdings. So, there you go. No shit, Sherlock! <laughs> Need to be hitting my buttons tonight. Forgot about them. Donald Trump don't trust China. China is asshole. So, yeah, there's that. Also, the Pentagon Inspector General. This is a report according to, I think, Paul Sperry here. So, take it for what it's worth. Kind of just a rumor at this point, but Paul Sperry put out some tweets saying, breaking, the Pentagon's Inspector General complained in, in a new report that the Biden administration is hiding classified annexes detailing side deals it made with the Taliban before the Afghanistan withdrawal, including restrictions on U.S. fighting and Taliban counter-terror efforts. Um, so, there you go. Every single day, every single day, more details coming out exposing the Biden crime family. Joe Biden making deals with the Taraban. Where are those classified documents at? In Joe Biden's garage? Is that what he's keeping there? Interesting. Next story. Democrat mayor of College Park, Maryland. His name is Patrick Wohan. Wojan. Patrick Wujan. He was arrested on 56 counts of possession and distribution of child pornography. 56. What kind of sick bat is it? 56. Uh, anyway, on searching through Patrick Wojan's public Twitter account, we've discovered some interesting meetings this guy's had before. Here he is with the Dalai Lama back in 2016. Hmm. Here he is with Lady Gaga back in 2016. Hmm. Nancy Pelosi picture. Here he is with Pete Buttigieg. This was in 2019. He even tweeted, looking very vice presidential there. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. And there's his mug shot. Not looking very happy these days. Oh, looks like uh, Democrat mayor also had numerous White House visits. Hmm. Oh, y'all are killing me in the chat right now. Ooh. I can't repeat those things. Come on, guys. PG-13 here. We might have some... Sensitive people watching. Okay. So there's our Democrat mayor. These days, man. All right. Speaking of the pedophiles, how about Epstein here? And maybe even Jimmy Kimmel. Shoot. Jimmy Kimmel's real triggered that Aaron Rodgers had something to say about Jeffrey Epstein. So let's watch the Kimmel clip here. Aaron Rodgers also bringing UFOs up. That's pretty sweet. Needless to say, all this UFO talk has the tinfoil hatters going wild, including Green Bay whack packer Aaron Rodgers, who offered 
this hot take on the Pat McAfee show. I, I believe that this has been going on for a long time. Interesting uh, timing on everything. There's a lot of other things going on in the world. What, what's so crazy about that? How can Jimmy Kimmel still take the stance that talking about UFOs is some tinfoil hat thing? It's all over the media. It's all over the Congress. I mean, all right, whatever. It's not even a edgy statement there from Aaron Rodgers anyway. Did you hear about the Epstein client list uh, about to be released too? What's that? What are you talking about? There's some files that have, have some names on it that might be uh, getting released pretty soon. Oh. Oh. <laughs> might be time to revisit that concussion protocol, Aaron. <laughs> Jimmy's nervous. He's probably on Epstein's client list. That's why. Oof. Oof. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. Yeah, right, chat? Jimmy Kimmel's fighting for his life right now. <laughs> Oh, man. But, yo, Aaron Rodgers. He's got to be one of my new favorite sports players. The Pat McAfee podcast, by the way, on the left, that's uh, Pat McAfee. He is. He used to be a punter in the NFL, but he's got a super, super popular podcast. I can't speak tonight. My jaw isn't working. He's got a super popular podcast, one of the biggest sports talk podcasts on the internet. So Aaron Rodgers going on to the Pat McAfee show to talk about this sort of stuff, which he has before. That You get some claps for that, Rodgers. Yes, I'm an Aaron Rodgers fan now. Indeed. I could give two shits about sports ball performances i want to see an athlete use his popularity to speak some truth aaron Rodgers, a non-confirmed hi aaron hope you're watching this show <laughs> hope you follow me on true social so yeah kimmel's nervous kimmel's nervous probably on epstein's list uh, onward to some Ukraine news. NBC actually speaking some truth about what's going on in there, there in Russia. NBC news reporter actually went to Ukraine, went to the Crimea Peninsula. And he did a segment walking around the Crimea Peninsula asking people if they supported... Uh, Ukraine or Russia, basically. And so many of these people they were talking to him said, oh yeah, I'm I'm a Russian. I'm a Russian. And they actually aired it. And the simple fact that they aired this segment, that this NBC reporter went to Crimea and found Russia supporters, got this NBC reporter on a Ukrainian hit list. Here's Kanakoa here tweeting about it. NBC News journalist Keir Simmons, that was his name, recently went to Crimea and reported that most Crimeans are pro-Russia. Now Ukraine has put him on its hit list website for reporting this fact. There's that right there. Is NBC going to report on Ukrainian hit lists? There you go. 
So that is pretty shocking. NBC actually going against the narrative here. Huh. Interesting. So there's that. Back home here to Ohio. The town of East Palestine held another town hall. They've held a few of these town halls. Norfolk Southern CEO, again, a no-show at an East Palestine town hall. Same thing happened two weeks ago. Norfolk Southern totally skipped out on an East Palestine town hall. Uh, The Norfolk Southern executives claimed that they were getting threats. They were getting physical threats. That's why they didn't show. And then the East Palestine cops came out and said, uh, You are fake news. There were no threats at all. Even the cops there in East Palestine said, oh, no, we, we had no reports of threats or anything. So piss poor excuse from Norfolk Southern for the last no-show. And now they no-showed again. So no shit. People in East Palestine are pissed off. And what, earlier this week, didn't the EPA even stop the cleanup? They, they stopped the cleanup. Yeah, no, no faux show, no show. Norfolk Southern. No show Southern. Why did the EPA stop the cleanup there? I don't understand. They gave no excuse either. I have no idea why the EPA ordered Norfolk Southern to stop the cleanup, but absolute mess going on there. And it looks like the mess is not getting cleaned up anytime soon. Uh, on to Florida here. So... Florida state senators, and this is a Republican state senator in Florida that introduced this bill, by the way. New bill proposed would require bloggers who write about the governor to register with the state. Yes. I I feel like this would be something a Democrat would try to bring forth, but this was in fact a Republican in Florida, they want to require bloggers who write about the governor to register with the state. And also, any blogger who wrote about an elected member of the legislature or executive branch would have to disclose the amount of compensation they receive for the coverage. This is, uh, this is kind of concerning, to be honest. Would this just before corporate journalists would this also extend to internet bloggers if i were to say anything about desantis would i have to register with the state i mean this is this is a little weird i'm not for this one i'm definitely not for this one the senate bill is number 1316 it's called information dissemination You have to register with the state if you say anything about DeSantis. Huh. Weird. I wonder how rhino-y this guy is. I have no idea about him. His name's Jason Brodeur. He's the one that introduced this bill. I wonder if the rhinos are trying to protect DeSantis. DeSantis man bad. Yeah, right? So, next story. Let's get into some COVID stuff. (laughs) Pretty great clip here from the Harvard professor of medicine. 
Harvard professor of medicine. He's he's uh he was testifying here in front of uh Congress House Select Subcommittee Roundtable. He was trolling vaccine fanatics. He was actually trolling people who questioned um, natural immunity here. Let's listen to this clip. Forcing children to have a vaccine that they don't need because they've already had the disease, that undermines the trust in other vaccines like the measles vaccines or the polio vaccine, and that's very, very serious. I think during the last uh, several decades, we have the, the never vaccinate people or the anti-vaccine people uh, have tried to undermine the trust in vaccine, but with very little success. But the vaccine fanatics who wants to vaccinate every person in this country, even though they are children who has very little risk for it, even though they have already, already have had the uh, COVID, that has undermined the trust uh, in other vaccines enormously, creating enormous vaccine hesitancy. So not uh, allowing their provider or physician to determine the risk and the benefit. Yeah, and also people themselves, because people know that about immunity. We learned that in school. People know that if you've had a disease, you had... It wasn't until I came to Congress that I found out infection-acquired immunity was a novel concept. Yeah, I guess we knew about it since 430 B.C. of the Athenian plague until 2020, and then we didn't know about it for three years, and now we know about it again, so... We didn't know about... Nah, we know. He said... We knew about natural immunity for 2,000 years, and then in 2020, we didn't know about natural immunity, but now we know about it again. So it's pretty funny. He's trolling uh, super pro-vax fanatics, this Harvard professor. At the same vein, he was being kind of vaccine shilly here and saying, oh, you know, these anti-vaxxers, they're undermining our trust in in all vaccines. Eh, Okay, whatever. Uh, I say good, but... He's also trolling the super pro-vaxxers, so pretty pretty hilarious to see. Uh, also, Jon Stewart. I miss him. Kind of. He's a little bit of... He's a little wokey sometimes. Everything woke turns to shit. He's a little wokey sometimes, but... I, I think Jon Stewart left late night talk show in... Wasn't it about 2015, 2016 that he left late night talk? Because he knew how bad these clowns like Jimmy Kimmel and Stephen Colbert were about to get, especially during the Trump years. So I think he wanted out before it was uh, it got too bad. Although here Jon Stewart is slamming the media narrative machine for dismissing the lab leak as a conspiracy theory. Jon Stewart has a podcast called The Problem with Jon Stewart. I like that name. That's a good name. Um, but he's, yeah, I mean, lab leak, lab leak confirmed this week. Lab leak confirmed. So Jon Stewart is doing some good stuff. Calling out the media for still shilling against the whole lab leak ideology. Uh, there's that. What's our next clip? Mmm, World Health Organization. It's the WHO. Stuck between a rock and a commie place. You know, lab leak narrative basically getting confirmed for all intents and purposes, finally. We knew that for years, but finally, it's quote-unquote official now. So, World Health Organization, they're saying, okay, we want countries to 
open up and share their information about the origins of COVID and all that. But we've got director of the WHO, Clown Tedros, here um, railing against the politicization of COVID origins research. I have written to and spoken with high-level Chinese leaders on multiple occasions as recent as just a few weeks ago. Until then, all hypotheses on the origins of this, the virus remain on the table. At the same time, the continued politicization of the origins research has turned what should be a purely scientific process into a geopolitical football. But it is politicized. It's 100% politicized, and it should be. Because... It was the election virus. COVID comes out, mail-in ballots everywhere, elections were stolen, and one of the main reasons, one of the main tools they used to steal the elections, especially in America, was COVID-19. So hell yeah, it's politicized, as it should be. And you heard him at the beginning, he still said, oh, all the hypotheses on the origin are still... Are still on the table. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Why do they all sound like that? Why do all the globalists sound the same? They all sound like this. You will eat the bugs. Eat the bugs and like it. 15 minute cities. Huh. <laughs> Donald Trump don't trust China. China is asshole. I wish the government would just ban itself. Man. And as Biden was asked about the COVID origins today, he ran away real quick. Dude. <laughs> On the COVID origins, he just shrugs and runs. I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. It's because he's late. He's late to his date with a 14-year-old. Better hurry up, Biden. I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, next topic. A um, little more on Alex Jones. So I was talking about Alex Jones in my Wednesday show because Alex Jones came out and said this about Q. It created a fake thing that was cartoonized to make all of us that were serious look stupid. And I, I couldn't shut up. You know, it was like when they said on January 20th that Biden would be arrested on the dais when he was sworn in. And I said, you watch, he won't be arrested. This is fake. So Alex Jones purely projecting against Q. Um, I got more to say on this in a moment, actually. I'll just say it right now, in fact. Uh, before we get into uh, Joe Rogan talking about Alex Jones. So, you heard what Alex Jones said about Q here. This looks stupid. And I, I couldn't shut up. You know, it was like when they said on January 20th that Biden would be arrested on the dais when he was sworn in. And I said, you watch, he won't be arrested. This is fake. Alex Jones is trying to claim that Q said Biden was going to get arrested on his inauguration. Uh, after I saw this clip, 
And after I did my live stream on Wednesday, I started doing a little bit more digging. I found a clip of Alex Jones' show one week before Joe Biden's inauguration. One week before, Alex Jones had Steve Pachenik on. And what were they talking about? If Biden gets in in seven days, are you saying Trump's going to get in? There's about to be mass arrest. We don't have a lot of time here, like 150 hours. What are you saying is about to happen? I'm about say that Biden is not going to be the president of the United States. What I'm going to be saying is that there have been massive arrests. And what I'm saying, in effect, is that we are in martial law and we have a military coup, which simply means that there is going to be a, a large number of people who are going to be arrested, detained, and will be tried by military tribunal. And I'm telling you this, either one of us is wrong, but I'm not wrong. Well, let me so say this. Like I mean, you can certainly get people thinking they're upside down when they're standing straight. I mean, you were the only guy that got the Camp David Accords through that nobody thought could happen. I mean, you've definitely done some psychological operations. But I'm just telling you, in seven days, Pachenik, tell us what's gonna, who's going to be the president what's about to happen. Seven days. Let me repeat it again, Jones. It's going to be Trump. It will not be Biden. Biden's people will be... Man! So Alex Jones helping to promote these theories, allowing these Biden's going to get arrested ideas on his show. This is a week before Biden's inauguration in 2021. And now Jones is trying to blame Q for the that, for the things Q never said. Q never said anything about Biden getting arrested or tribunals or any of that. Jones is blaming Q for exactly what he helped to promote. Steve Pachenik, allowing Steve Pachenik on his show week before the inauguration to air those claims. Hmm. Man. See this guy? Number one bullshit guy. Steve Pachenik. I remember back in 2016, this was uh, right as the Pizzagate emails came out and all that. Who was around back then? Let me know in the chat. Do you guys remember those black and white videos that came out of Steve Pachenik where he was calling out the uh, Hillary Clinton for being in bed if, with pedos and like satanic pedo rings and all that? I mean, they were true videos, but oh man, I got all hopped up on Pachenik and I'm like, Steve Pachenik's legit. And I was like so excited and kept watching those videos. They, they were in black and white. There was like two or three of them. They went super viral. Man, that's what put Steve Pachenik on my radar. And for a couple of years there, I thought he was a legit guy with inside sources and, and all that. But now, especially after digging up this old video and watching him going in for wars, bullshit with Alex, I'm like, oh man, Steve Pachinik, total disinfo clown. And uh, this brings me to this clip from Joe Rogan. So Joe Rogan says, Alex Jones has been right about so many things. Uh, Joe Rogan had Russell Brand on his podcast, I think just yesterday, a couple of days ago. And, uh, you know, I'll hand it to Joe. He says a lot of things that push the envelope for a normie audience especially in this podcast with Russell Brand. They were calling out the COVID narrative, calling out the mainstream media. 
It's great. It's great. But there will definitely be some diet woke takes from Joe Rogan now and again. And um, all the, all this blowing smoke up Alex Jones' ass. It's totally like the whole controlled op nature of Infowars is just lost on so many people. These characters that have become so maligned and marginalized, even in my lifetime where I still worked in mainstream media, people like Alex Jones or David Icke, they were like even people that were skeptical about them or even people that ridiculed them didn't try to posit them as dangerous. Like, and the same, I'm assuming, with Robert Kennedy. They were sort Well, of... the David Icke one, they always made fun of him for lizard people. Because yeah. he always would say that there's shapeshifters and they're lizards and there was no evidence. It just seemed really preposterous. And then, in the beginning of the pandemic, he was trying to connect COVID with 5G. There was a lot of weird... Like, he's got some squirrely ones. Believe it or not, like, it's, it's hard to say, like, to the general public, Alex Jones is way more reliable right. than David Icke. But he's way more reliable than David Icke. Alex made a tremendous mistake with Sandy Hook. And he did that in a... Here's the thing. When I question individuals, whether it's Alex Jones or Charles Ward or whatever, the people who get triggered at me, one retort they often have is that, oh, but he's been right on so many things. He's been right about this and this. And it's like, you guys, you got to understand how, especially controlled opposition, but the nature of PSYOP influencers, they're, they're supposed to be right. Otherwise, they wouldn't draw on an audience. Otherwise, they wouldn't build trust with their audience. Yes, they do put out 90% truth, but it's the 5 to 10% of untruth that is important and notable can't forget about that you can't throw that out just because you want to love the person just because you're emotionally attached when it comes to alex jones i explicitly remember back in 2017 whoo he did a real hard flip in march 2017 on pizzagate alex jones tried to brush pizzagate under the rug say it's all fake it's crazy um it's crazy conspiracy theory so Alex Jones, wrong about Pizzagate. Alex Jones. Uh, there, was, there were numerous times during the Trump administration where Alex Jones would flip a bitch. Uh, for instance, there was one event, I think that was when Trump threw, uh, sent the missiles into Syria, and Alex Jones started saying, F Trump on air, F Trump, screw Trump. Oh, all this stuff. Trump's a globalist because that, blah, blah, blah. Um, what else? All of Alex Jones and InfoWars reporting on Q. Uh, when Alex Jones reports on secret space programs, the UFO phenomenon, it's oftentimes very watered down, full of BS. So you have to understand the nature of controlled opposition outfits, particularly truth movement controlled opposition, is that, yes, they put out a lot of truth. But it's the, it's the, it's the coordinated, subtle lines of disinfo they throw in. And uh, you got to be careful. So, Alex Jones, still doing it. Still, um, psyop and hard, in my opinion. Anyway, more on that later. Maybe I'll do a clickbait of the week show this weekend. Might be on Sunday. We'll see. Or uh, next week on Tuesday. But within the next few days, I'll do another clickbait of the week show. And, uh, 
Yeah, good point in the chat here. Comment says, there's no one person who's full of truth. Although, here's the thing. If someone gets something wrong, is it is it a genuine mistake? How much uh, do they correct themselves when they, in the future, when they learn they made a mistake? Or do they not correct themselves? Do they continue their line of disinfo? Is it a, a knowing mistake? Like, they know they're BSing, but they have some certain agenda with putting that out there. So, sure. Nobody's going to have the full truth. Nobody. I'm not. You're not. But it's the intention behind the the claim. So, uh, onward to our last few clips here. Uh, well, I just got two more tabs. And we'll bring in the we'll bring in the tunes. We'll bring in the blues and do some Q&A. This one made me lol. It made me laugh. Are you not entertained? Conspiracy theories about geoengineering are harming research, scientists claim. Scientists from the University of Cambridge analyzed about a million tweets over the last 10 years, and they found that conspiracy theories on geoengineering are harming research into climate change. <laughs> I wonder if the University of Cambridge has any kind of a monetary special interest. They probably they probably have studies going on with geoengineering and they want the funding. They want the funding. So they're calling it conspiracy spillovers in geoengineering. <laughs> you know what? I say good riddance. Translation of this title Truth seekers on the internet are questioning geoengineering too much and they're exposing our climate agenda. Get wrecked. Uh, and last thing here, did you guys see this new corridor they found in the Great Pyramid? Pretty interesting. Uh, a probe was sent in. This looks like a uh, this looks like a colonoscopy. <laughs> so, a probe was sent in. A little video. They found a new corridor. And it's pretty big. Uh, just goes to show you how much mainstream science still has yet to learn. Especially in terms of our past, our ancient past, civilizations past. Not just the Egyptians and the Greeks, but possibly even prior civilizations before our current times. Going back 10,000, 20,000 years ago. Speaking of... Atlantis and civilizations prior. So I just thought that was interesting. If you haven't seen this, there you go. New corridor found in the pyramids. It's a, it's a pyramidoscopy. There you go. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's bring in the tunes. Don't forget... Chat says, don't forget Dane Wigington, geoengineeringwatch.org. Yeah, he's got a YouTube channel. I subscribe to uh, Dane's YouTube channel. He puts out a uh, geoengineering update like once a week or so. I like Dane Wigington's research. I think he goes a little extreme sometimes, though, and says like every big weather system is geoengineered and... and the planet's going to die. We're all going to die soon. I think Dane's a little extreme, but 
he's got a lot of fantastic research out there. Dane Wigington does, and, and great documentaries too. So go check it out. Check out his stuff. All right. Let me bring in the tunes. I think of Chris Sky. You're talking about the uh, Canadian dude with the tats all over him. I don't know too much about him, to be honest. So I don't really have an opinion on him. Slightly hungover. Slightly hungover. I think we can cr claim Ukraine on our taxes, right? Uh, Zelensky's a dependent. Write all that off. <laughs> Slightly hung over you. I'd be lying there. Oh yeah, I remember Alex Jones, military insider Zach. Classic. Thanks, Neo Tribal. This week's knowledge based was outright based. Appreciate the comment, man. We have fun with those shows. And next week's knowledge base is going to be extra fun. We're having Ken Rolla on live, Justin and I. So, uh, yeah, Ken Rolla knows a whole lot about uh, free energy devices. Thank you, Jennifer. Just ordered some Ormus suggestions for starting. Yeah. Let's do a shameless plug here. You can go to uh, consciousdrink.net. Check out my Ormus I got up there. It's great stuff. Uh, I would suggest, if you've never used it before, I would suggest starting, starting light. Doing like... Uh, uh, half a teaspoon. Do like a half dose. So I usually do my Ormus in my coffee in the morning. So starlight. You know, work your way up to a teaspoon a day. You might notice your dreams get quite vivid. That's what I notice when I take Ormus is my dreams just get incredibly lucid sometimes almost a little too intense i was taking ormus uh, for a few weeks last month and uh, my dreams just got too too intense i had to ease off of it but yeah give it a shot see how it works with you Morning after, 
Oh, Taylor in the chat says, you hung out with Ken Rolla at Iseti. He's cool. He is cool. I hung out with him at Iseti too a few years back. I think that's where I first met him. In fact, in like 2018, maybe. 2018, 2019. He's a super cool guy. Super cool guy. So I'm going to get him, Justin and I are going to get Ken Rolla on Knowledge Base to talk about free energy. And then I'm going to get Ken Rolla on my Conscious Strength show in a couple of weeks. We're going to talk Ormus. We're going to dive into Ormus. So I've got a couple, i got a few weeks here of awesome shows on Badlands. Uh, Ormus, more info, anyone? Well, you can wait for that show that I do with Ken, and we'll talk about it. It's it's quite complicated. You need a lot of kind of backstory in alternative science and some kind of like hippie science. But I do have a blog section on Conscious Strength. Been loading some blogs up there. And I've got this one. You can go check out if you want to read a little bit more about Ormus. So there's some backstory behind it. If you go check out the blogs on the Contra Strength website. Engineering Watch has a new full-length climate engineering documentary called The Dimming. It's on YouTube. I, I think I've seen about half of this. Yeah, it came out uh, I'm about a quarter of the way in. So this is it right here. Came out a year ago. It's got a million views already. Nice. So, uh, go check out Dane Wigington's work. There's his YouTube channel under his name, Dane Wigington. And yeah, he puts out a uh, about one a week, two a week. Geoengineering Watch, Global Alert News. So, like I said, he's pretty hardcore. He's pretty extreme. I don't necessarily resonate with the more extreme ideas of his but he's still got a lot of great research and good takes on geoengineering to go check out very helpful Ha, hippie science, you like that? Hippie. Damn hippies. Hippie science. Ah, good way to put it. It's the woo-woo science.
What's up, mofo? Where to go for advice on that subject? Yeah. I do. Do you have suggestion on that? Go to mmsinfo.org. That's the URL. This is the website, mmsinfo.org. It's got information on a bunch of protocols, how to purify drinking water, how to make it, different ways to make it, videos, studies, testimonials, all sorts of stuff. It's an. It looks old. This website looks old, and it looks ghetto, but it's a great resource. So go check it out. MMSinfo.org. Appreciate the uh, gold pills there too, mofo. And uh, also, guys, if you'd like to find yourself some water purification kits, you can go to OnenessDrops.com. They've got some kits where you can make your own magic. You can use the code uh, JORDAN15, J-O-R-D-A-N-1-5, on this website for 15% uh, off. So uh, there you go. I think I'm going to try and get Andreas Kalker on my Contra Strength Badlands show here soon, too. Maybe uh, later this month or next month. We'll get Andreas Kalker on to talk. Doesn't matter if the MMS is in a plastic bottle as opposed to a glass bottle. Uh, not before you activate it, so hold on. So here's some kits I have, and these are in plastic. Uh, but this is the sodium chloride and the citric acid. So it doesn't really matter if beforehand they're in plastic, but once you activate it, and make the chlorine dioxide, just use glass, only glass. Don't use plastic to activate them. Um, but it's okay if your your components are in plastic, but ideally glass. I mean, ideally glass for everything is better. having fun in the rumble chat talking about your tofu diets oh i don't do tofu i like meat i 
I'm gonna start doing some uh, fasting protocols. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do a three-day fast next week, and then I'm going to make my own bone broth. I'm gonna make some homemade bone broth, and that's what I'm going to uh, drink after my fast for a couple of days. Break my fast with some homemade bone broth. So maybe I'll uh, make some videos for the Conscious Strength channel on my fast and making my own bone broth. Have I ever gone skydiving? If not, would I? Uh, sure. What are my thoughts on Dr. Joel Wallach? I, I studied his stuff much more so like 10 years ago when I was just getting into natural health. I haven't studied his stuff for a long time, but from, from what I researched back then and remember, I'd give him a thumbs up. Fan of his work. That chat says you've gone skydiving and you saw the curve of the earth. What's going on? You must be a deep state show. They paid you to say that. Because the earth is flat. What's going on? Bone broth. Is that like, like oxtail? I don't know what exactly I'm going to use. I'm going to go to a butcher shop and see what see what I can get but yeah I'll use whatever bones and tails and whatever they got I'm gonna make beef I'm not gonna make chicken bone broth I'm gonna make beef broth Yeah, right. If you talk to anybody that's flown an SR-71 above 40,000 feet, up to like 60,000 feet, they'll tell you. There's a curve. Dead Doctors Don't Lie is still on YouTube, by the way. Is it? Let's bring it up. Man, I remember back in 2015, 2016, and all them holistic doctors were turning up. What? Oh, this is a documentary from 1994. Yep, there it is, though. On YouTube, Dead Doctors Don't Lie. Ain't that the truth? If you think Hillary Clinton's body count is high, 
try listing all those dead holistic doctors. Or those dead free energy researchers, right? I'm gonna bookmark this. I don't think I've seen Dead Doctors Don't Lie. I don't think I've seen this. I've heard about it before, I haven't seen it. I'll bookmark it for later. I ever heard of the K. Griggs testimony, Deep State Covert Intelligence Officer's Wife, 1996. Never heard of that. What was she saying? Yup, that's what I'm gonna do. Get the bone with the marrow in it. Stop me Cook it low and slow for 12 to 24 hours. Ha! <laughs> when am I getting the magnetic levitation going? What? A, mm, life goal, man. Just flying one of those craft. Thoughts on Phil Schneider? I mean, for all intents and purposes, he seemed honest. Like he was truly telling his story the way he saw it, the way he knew it. I don't know. Quite compelling testimony, though, of him and his work in uh, deep underground military bases, but... Just always got to be careful, right? Pick me a tombstone. And be Can't blindly believe anything you hear on the internet. When I read your letter this morning, that was on your place in bed. Eating anchovies and sardines with the bone in is badass for micronutrients and stuff. I love sardines, man. I eat like two cans of those a day. So good. I get the little uh, wild, wild planet cans. I buy those in bulk. When I see them on sale at the store, I'll just grab the whole shelf.
Oh yeah, I don't touch Campbell's soup. Nuh-uh. What are the top three documentaries you recommend to red pill your friends besides Out of Shadows? So, uh, let's get a little more specific. Cause there's like hundreds of documentaries out there. Who's your friend? And what, like what topic, right? So let's learn a little bit more about our customer that we're trying to sell these red pills to. Say, what's your friend interested in? Or what do you think could be a topic that piques their interest the most? Because we don't want to recommend some like UFO documentary to them, but they just think it's all batshit. Meanwhile, if we suggest more of like a natural healing documentary to them, they would be a little more open to it. So, in general, that's tough. You could try Thrive. Thrive is pretty diverse in, in uh, what it talks about. I mean, Thrive goes into the banking system, big pharma, free energy. It's kind of um, it's kind of all-encompassing. So this is Thrive. And it's free. The cool thing about Thrive is that it's free. So official movie Thrive, what on earth will it take? It's older. It came out in like 2011. But oh, YouTube is calling it inappropriate. Oh no. Get wrecked, YouTube. So this is it, it's two hours long. So this is probably one of the first ones I'd go check out. Foster Gamble made it there. There's a Thrive 2 that just came out two years ago. I don't know if Thrive 2 is free though. It might be. Is that it? Drive to. Uh, looks like I can go on their website and watch Thrive Two. Anyway, yeah, check out Thrive. Yeah, Zeitgeist is another good one. Zeitgeist is kind of a classic. I saw that back in 2008 or 9. Where can you see Thrive? Is it here on Rumble? I just showed you the link on YouTube. Just find it on YouTube. It's free. Uh, is my family awake and aware, or am I a black sheep? Oh man, I was a black sheep for years. Over the last year or two, I've got a couple family members that are starting to question some more things, especially after COVID. But uh, they're, they're getting there. But I, I'm... So I'm not as black sheep as I used to be. 
yeah, like five, ten years ago. I was definitely the uh, oddball out. Alright guys, I'm going to finish up here. Any last questions, comments, concerns, complaints? Drop it in the chat. I've got a couple videos slated to come out this weekend. Probably put those out on Sunday. I'm going to be working on a Substack podcast. And uh, some videos for Conscious Drink too. So when all those come out, I will put them out on Telegram, link it on True Social. When am I going to do another clickbait of the week? Probably Tuesday, next Tuesday. I don't think I'm going to be able to do one by Sunday, but yeah, shoot for Tuesday. Someone sent me a link to a True Social post. All right, friends, I'm going to head out. You guys have a good weekend. Appreciate you for tuning in, listening to this video. You guys keep on keeping on. Keep kicking ass. Do no shit. Do no shit. Take no shit. Do no harm, but take no shit. Uh... All right, guys. Have a good one. Take care. Stay woke.